0: I got an email from a Songtown member, and they said that for the past year, they have been writing twice a day, two sessions a day, every day, and they felt like they just haven't been getting better. Well, 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 welcome to Songtown. This is Clay Mills. I'm here with my co host, Marty Dotson. Woohoo! <laughs> Marty, if one day you don't do the woohoo, it just won't feel the same. So I'm glad to hear.
1: I know, it'll be like I'm not into it or something. That'll
0: be your nickname for now on, (laughs) (laughs) woohoo. Okay, woohoo, I'm glad to be here today with you on this pod episode. I got an email from a Songtown member who was kind of lamenting. They said that for the past year, they have been writing twice a day, two sessions a day, every day, and they felt like they just haven't been getting better. So, after speaking with this person for a little bit, I figured out that what they were doing was spending a lot of time just grinding and grinding. And that and that's not a bad thing. It's good to grind, but they weren't focusing on building some of the essential skills that you need to be a songwriter. And so I just wanted to talk for a minute about what are the essential skills that songwriters need. Now, we all know the obvious, like, it'll help if you play an instrument or you can sing or you can write lyrics, like those kind of things. But I think one thing that that we've always felt like at Songtown is there's so much information out there. I want to give people some real stuff that I think you're not going to hear everywhere else and things that will help your writing. So I'll kick it off with my first one. And for me, I saw Stephen King said in an interview one time that, hey, I read four to five hours a day. I was going, oh my gosh, how can you write that many books? You know, I always thought he was just writing every day. And I was like, how can you write that many books if you're reading that many hours, five hours a day? And basically, when he wasn't writing, he would, you know, if he was sitting in a doctor's office or you know, whatever, he was either reading, if he's cooking dinner, he might be listening to books on tape, but he kind of always was feeding himself. And I thought about how would that apply to, you know, I write a lot of melodies, how would that apply in my life? And I started thinking, okay, not only would it be helpful for songwriters to listen to a lot of music, but I think it's crucial that you memorize songs. And especially for melody writers, because if you think about it, when you're a kid, you memorize words, and then you're able to have a conversation because you know these words. Well, if I want to write great melodies, but I'm not constantly learning great melodies, I don't really have the vocabulary to write my own great melodies. And so I think it's important that you develop this routine of not just cranking out and grinding songwriting, but at the same time, you're learning songs. And as a lyricist, you probably could speak to this more than I can. But for me, that ability to to increase your vocabulary. I mean, I heard Ed Sheeran in an interview one time. He goes, name any song in the top 10 and I'll play it. And the DJ interviewing him was naming off these songs, and he knew them all. You know, it. What? he doesn't get to be a great melody writer and a great pop artist and a great hit songwriter if he doesn't know the songs that are out there already. And so if he's learning the top 10 songs, then all of a sudden when he sits down to write, he has that language that is ingrained in his vocabulary. So when he writes a song, it's going to be in the same language as the other hit songs out there. So my skill, number one, essential skill would be the ability to memorize songs. If you're a lyricist, memorizing great lyrics. If you're a melody writer, you know, great melodies. If you're a guitar player, learning great guitar riffs, you know, learning the chords to your favorite song, you know, so that would be my tip, number one. What's yours, man?
1: Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm not, I guess I don't have great memories, so I have trouble me- memorizing my own songs, much less yes. other people's songs. But I do, th- I do think the 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 part of of what you're talking about that I think is super crucial is that it's really hard to put out great stuff if you're not taking in great stuff. You know, so if you're living in a cabin out in the woods somewhere and you're not listening to anything, uh, any music, any books, any podcasts you're not taking in any new information, your, your songs are not likely to be relevant, you know? And so I think you, you need to be taking in great stuff, you know, reading great authors or listening to podcasts that, you know, spark your creativity, you know, all those kinds of things that fill up your well so that when you go to write, you've got a lot to say, you know, but I, the, the thing I was going to say as my first one was just writing things that you care about you know you you could write two songs a day forever and if you're just making up stuff you don't care about there's not going to be much life in those songs you know and my my first publisher used to say you know he would encourage me to write a lot because he would say you need to get need to get all the bad songs out you know before you get to the great ones but all of us as writers reach a point where it's you you don't necessarily need to just put out more you need to learn how to make the quality better, you know? And so I think I've gotten in that habit in the past of like, you know, my schedule is just booked up to write twice a day. And, and I look back after several months and I go, I'm not sure any of these songs are great because I've just, the goal has been just to get through them instead of making them great, you know? And so I think an essential skill would be, you know, realizing when you're at the point where you need to maybe slow down and focus on quality over quantity and um you know just make sure that you're giving each song what it deserves and not just keeping count of how many you wrote in that you know some amount of time
0: yeah i think that's important for sustaining because if you're only writing stuff you don't care about over and over and over how long can you sustain that you know and so i think the more it's great like you said to To go through putting in your hours, your 10,000 hours, but at the same time, you can make those 10,000 hours count, you know, or you can, or you can just look at them. Oh, this is an exercise I've got to go through and then I'll be better at the end. No. I mean, if you do, if you, anything, if you're practicing, if you're not practicing the right way, you're not going to improve from it. You know, I could say, I want to go rock climbing. And if I'm not, you know, practicing the right things to build my strength and do this and that, I'm not going to be a very good rock climber. So it doesn't matter how many hours I put into it.
1: And yeah, Yeah, I kind of had that experience with golf as a teenager. I, I was on the golf team kind of as an alternate just because they didn't have enough people, you know, I wasn't very good at golf, but I never got better. Like over the whole season, we would play 18 holes every single day and I didn't get better. And I was so frustrated and wondered why. And looking back, it was because I was practicing bad habits every single yeah. day. Instead of learning how to be better, I was just going out and practicing all my bad habits. And so I was hitting the ball the same way and slicing it the same way every drive yeah, and, and all that kind of stuff. Instead of going to the root of, well, why, why am I not playing well, you know, and, and figuring out. And I think if you reach that point with your songs, you've got to do the same thing. You've got to, you know, maybe I'm practicing bad habits and I'm writing things that are just like what I grew up on. And that's kind of out of style these days, you know? So maybe I need to be more contemporary in what I'm doing, listen to more contemporary music and that kind of stuff. But if you're practicing those bad habits every single day, you're not going to get better. Yeah. And I love
0: also the idea of quality over quantity. Also in your education, Because, you know, YouTube has figured out that I'm a songwriter. So it sends in my feed, it'll give me these songwriting YouTube channels. And I will occasionally click on something and it's like, how to be a hit songwriter and, you know, the hit songwriting formula. And of course, it's by someone that's never written a hit. And they've got a gazillion followers and they're spitting out advice that, that you and I, from years of being in writing rooms, in the real world, we're going, oh my gosh, why would you tell somebody this in the first place? Or what's more common is they're teaching stuff that, yeah, it's fun stuff to learn, but when you apply it to a professional writing room, it really, it's not even a consideration of anything we think about. So you're learning all this stuff that is not gonna make a difference when it comes to writing a song that cuts to the heart, that cuts to the, the matter of the story, that really is what's important, you know? I, I went to a, a music college and took songwriting for a couple of semesters. I won't, I won't say the, the part where I dropped out of school, but it worked out all right for me. <laughs> but I literally, from that year of learning songwriting in a college, I had to unlearn all this stuff when I came to Nashville to, or before that when I was in New York um, writing writing there. I had to unlearn a lot of stuff that just was not important when it came down to the day-to-day writing songs. And I think that's what one of the reasons we started Songtown was just to try to to get the word out on things that are important. If you want to do this For a career or if you just want to be a better songwriter, you're going to get there faster by focusing on the important stuff and not worrying about all this other stuff that's out there. There's so much noise. So um, I think not only, you know, there's an old saying, you are what you eat. So I would focus on great songs, surrounding yourself with the best songs. And really trying to learn from the best writers that you can learn from. And I think that, you know, if you digest that on, you're going to get better. And you're, cause I just hate seeing people spend so much time and effort and work so hard and feel like they're not making progress.
1: Yeah. And, you know, an, ex- an example of that would be, we've had people come to us and say, you know, I can't believe that Songtown doesn't teach counting syllables. <laughs> And, you know, we'll go, well, it's because we don't sit in our pro writing rooms every day and count syllables. That's, that's something to think about, but it's not the most important thing by far, you know? So if you're going for two years and you're writing two songs a day and you're focusing on coming up with cool rhymes and counting syllables, you may be writing songs that don't have any relevance to people or that don't have any heart in them, which is way more important, you know? So I think to sum up a lot of the stuff we've said, it's like making sure you're focusing on the important things and making sure you're focusing on improving your craft and being contemporary with what you write and, and all those kind of things. And that starts with, you know, letting the little things be little things. And maybe you come back and you look at some of that at the, after you write, but if that's the focus of what you're doing, you're you're focusing on the wrong thing.
0: Yeah, I know. And sometimes in our pro writing retreats where we have Songtown members who will write with pro hit writers a few times a year, we do those. When we first started doing them, now I'm used to it, but I would get in the room with someone who's an aspiring songwriter and they would go, Well, is it the prosody matching up? And I'd go, wait, what, what? time out time out and what 8000 pro writing sessions over my career maybe more i mean i've never heard that word brought up once i know what it is but it's just not something that that's one that's a great example of where the focus is because if you're focused on oh is this you know is this right the prosody is this and that's where you're thinking that stuff needs to happen naturally your, your attention when you're writing a song needs to be on, uh, if, especially if you start with a title, okay, what's the big idea? How are we going to set it up? What's the payoff line? Um, there's other things that you should be thinking about during that writing session rather than is, you know, your prosody right or how many syllables are here? I mean, every time I go away, I don't need to know that that's seven syllables to come up with another line right after it, that's seven syllables, if that's what I need. Um, I have the melody going, every time I go away. So the next line is going to, if I'm repeating the the melody in the next line, I don't don't need to say to myself, oh, that's seven syllables, I'm just going to keep to that melody and repeat it and fit my words to that melody, and it could be a thousand syllables, it wouldn't matter. So... I think a lot of these things that you're getting bogged down in details when you could be writing, like a friend of mine years ago was teaching me guitar and he's like, you got to trust your hands. And what he meant was, I got to get to the point where I think a melody and I just play it. I don't, I don't have to try to pick it out note for note. And, you know, at some point you got to just relax, trust your creativity, trust your hands, trust your mind to know seven syllables. I mean, if you can't hear a line and, I mean, the mind is pretty complex. You should be able to hear that. So I've never I've never sat there in a writing session and go, okay, how many syllables is that that you just sang? And uh, did you emphasize the emphasis on the third word, which isn't quite the prosody we're looking for with the melody note, I mean, I, my mind would explode by that time. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that feels like being a <laughs> yes. to me.
0: Yes, it feels like I'm writing a song yeah. trying to prompt AI. Okay, that's good AI, but can you make the third syllable fall on a more stressed, we need a stronger stressed word here, a consonant on that third syllable. And then, I mean, by that point, I could have the song written,
1: you know. <laughs> Yeah. And I think, you know, my final thought would just be find the heart in every song, you know, get, get to the heart of each song and, and find out why that song matters, why it matters to you, why it would matter to someone else out there and put that as the number one priority and, and let those other things, you know, become secondary to that, but staying true to the heart of that song, I think is going to help you improve and, you know, get on the right path.
0: Hey, let's thank our Sweetwater sponsors. Great company. I get all my gear from them. Um, So can't say enough great things about Sweetwater. We also have coming up October 14th, the annual Songtown creative experience where you get to hook up with industry pros. You get to learn songwriting tips and techniques you get to meet publishers play songs for publishers check that out in the link below you'll be able to sign up for that join us in Nashville for our big annual birthday bash and creative experience cheers
1: awesome see you then